everyone else what the my brain just had a malfunction everybody welcome it is take 254 we have done like five years equivalent worth of episodes uh we we started in 2018 but we weren't super consistent we got consistent probably summer 2019 and um haven't really missed a week i think like maybe a handful of times we've taken a break but we are loving it. It is Halloween season, baby. I'm going to go over the first week of what it's been like doing the Halloween, different Halloween film every day. The twist with the Halloween this year is every movie is available on a free streaming service, whether that's Tubi, Freebie, or Pluto TV. So if anyone wants to watch any of these, they're all available for free. You do not have to pay to watch them. You just got to watch the ads. So. Um, we're going to talk about some cool trailers, obviously some things we watch. Tanner's going to talk about Dumb Money. We're going to have a convo about a, a finance films, mainly just Dumb Money. And then to bring it home, we've talked about doing this for a while, but we're going to do it. We are doing a draft of Alphabet Movies. We are starting with the letter A. So we are doing any movie that starts with the letter A, and we'll get into more of the specifics. But it is your boy, the Sweet Keeks, and who do we got? Uh, we got we got TC here. Um, feeling a little bit better. Boy, yeah. has it been a week! I've been wrecked. I think I I think I had COVID nineteen. Just rocked me. I don't say it often, but it 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 fell me back. Yeah. So uh, but feeling a little bit better. But yeah, man, I have. Uh, this is one of the worst illnesses i've had in a while like i think since 2021 when i did have covid no 2020 excuse me when mm-hmm. i did have covid thanksgiving yeah oof so yeah i woke up tuesday felt terrible with chills and body aches took tuesday wednesday off went back to work on thursday i think i overdid it on thursday woke up friday morning just feeling miserable again took friday off and then saturday and today, Sunday, that we're recording, I'm feeling a little bit better, but still having some symptoms. So it's been rough, guys. My call to action, get get some sleep, take your vitamins, uh, drink, drink some, water. Uh, take some, uh, uh, what is it, Airborne or whatever it is that's got all that that vitamin C in it. I might need to do that. I was actually listening to Josh Reynolds' pod, and his brother lo- takes Airborne, so I might need to start taking. Normally, I do take multivitamins, and uh, I haven't taken them for like the past month, so maybe that's why I got sick. Dang it! But I normally said drink, it. I normally do drink orange juice pretty regularly in the morning, so that's not enough. But yeah, it's that type of it's that type of season, man. Everyone's getting sick. My whole family got rocked with. I think it was COVID. So yeah, they they got they tested positive for COVID. So. Stay safe out there. Stay vigilant. Yeah. Yeah. Wash your hands. Mm-hmm. So uh other than Don't that, bite I was your able- nails. Uh Ooh, I have not no. bitten my my nails in like over a year. Uh I flipped the switch and I trim them like, you know, maybe once or twice a week. Game changer. Are you did you did you bite your nails? I got of like nervousness. I don't know what it was. Or just I would just always bite my nails. Because sometimes Sometimes I, when I was younger, I used to bite my nails. It got to the point where like my parents bought like this type of cream gel to put on my fingers. So I wouldn't bite them because I had like a bad taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I kind of like just peel the hangnails here and there. Just kind of out of like anxiety or something like that when I'm just Dang. like a habit. So trying to, I'm doing better with that. Okay. I we got, dig we it. got our, 
we got a little weird quirks but keeks how are you oh i'm good this week i had uh, i had to do a broadcast for our band concert and then i had wednesday night was a uh, two parent meetings one for our feature film so i had to like basically get all the parents to be like just so you know your kids it's basically like think of sports seasons for Jan- january and a lot of february so just so you know, your kids are going to be busy after school. If they have jobs or anything, have them get those ready. Because once that time comes, if I have someone come up to me and is like, oh, I don't think I can do it. It's like we've been telling you for the last six months to get your priorities and everything straightened out. So I just don't want to get to those days and have people, you know, saying like, oh, we didn't know it would be so much work. It's like it's a lot of work. So, yeah. Uh, and then we had our meeting about we're doing our second trip out to California for our STN convention. So we're going to start doing fundraisers, making sure we can get some money. Uh, 27 students invited. To put wow. that into perspective, we did eight last year. We've invited and I've invited 27. So I think 25 will probably go. Dang. And, th- and this is where again? We're in California? Long Beach. Same place. Yeah, okay. same place. And yeah, I'm stoked, man. It's going to be a good time. This will give me an idea, I think, of like the most amount of students I can bring. And then, um, you know, have a feeling of like maybe there's like a little in between of what I'd want to try to do. How many students did you have that helped film right uh, film right club that are returning to the same class? three four technically so michael was the editor last year and he's our director this year ray came in halfway through but helped with principal production and then evan and carly were both uh the stars of it so uh they're coming back as like a technical like behind the scenes kind of approach oh that's nice to have some experience on there yeah, there, there's a few that have done it, so they kind of know. And then also what I just found was because the California trip went so well last year, some parents of students who are coming again were like way more confident in the ability that it would happen. Last year, there was a lot of hesitancy, but it's like, now we've already done it. So it's, you know, there's just more students, but it'll still work. It'll be great. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, love that. Do you do you get like uh, uh, compensated, like uh, extra time, overtime? I don't think so. That? I don't know. Yeah. I might chat with them to see, especially come like you should. Uh, filming, see if they do it. You should. Yeah, I think there's a possibility. I mean, it wouldn't only it wouldn't be like a ton more, but that would be nice. Be nice. Get a little compensated. Get a little exactly. Comp- we, uh, we are almost locked on our final uh, picture for till death as well. Let's go. So we've uh, we've got some little like pickup shots to get, but we're very close to being done with it. So shouts out to everyone who helped donate to the Kickstarter. We're we're almost there, baby. We're coming. I can't wait to have a a, a movie night out with uh, you, Jackson and Jacob. I know it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a great time. Um, TC, what have you? What is what's caught your eye? What's caught your eyes in movies in movies this week? Um trying to think when you weren't like uh on the toilet yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um i did i did feel better on wednesday and kennedy and i went and watched dumb money which i'll talk about Mm -hmm. um which was kind of fun to uh i'm trying to remember trailers oh my gosh when we got there we got there with like five minutes left for the movie to start there was still like three previews it was a 25 minute preview 
showing. No. Yes. Not 25? Kidding. Not kidding. It was 25 minutes worth of previews. Couldn't couldn't believe it. We went to the uh, American Fork Cinemark. Um, I don't have any trailers to mention. Do you? I don't have anything that yes. really caught my eyes. I've got one. Oh, it's John Woo, the man behind hard bo- movies like Hard Boiled, Hard Target, and the second Miss Impossible movie is back directing another American film. It's called Silent Night. And this is kind of the log line. It's just kind of the description. When a man's family is murdered on Christmas, he takes the following year to get ready to get revenge by Christmas the following year. And it's Joel Kinnaman. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a shoot 'em up. There's going to be some action. There's going to be some violence. And it's going to be a good time. So yeah. keep your eyes peeled for a silent night. And not only does he get shot, but I think he gets shot in the vocal cords. So I don't think that he can speak, which is part of why it's called Silent Night. It Holy looks amazing. Crap. Yeah, yeah that looks I, like a blast. I, I immediately I like posted onto the story and I send it to you and I was just like, man, movie if movies weren't back, they they one million percent are now. What a crazy idea for a film. I'd love the trailer of that. So yeah, let me add that. That is definitely my favorite trailer, the Silent Night. I yeah. I love the buildup from extraordinary action director John Woo. <laughs> All I saw was John Woo and I was like, oh heck yeah, let's go yeah, get yeah. get this to us. Yeah, that looks great. That looks like that looks like bad bad Santa times twelve. What was the one we watched last year? It was bad Violent Santa. Night? Violent Night. Violent Night. Not bad Santa. Violent Night. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. With uh what's his name? John John David Harbour. John Harbour. No. John no, Harbour. No. David Harbour? Yeah, no, David Harbour? So, one of the harbors. He's a harbor. <laughs> the guy off of Stranger Things. Yes, David Harbour. David Harbour. Why where's John coming from? I don't know, but it sounds good. John David <laughs> Harbor sounds. Good. I think you were just getting John David Washington and John and and David Harbor mixed up. I don't Dude, know I'm, how. I'm, but I think I'm that's always what due, it was. I'm, I'm always due for a blunder. Then there's your blunder. Like clockwork, you got it. Clockwork. Uh, yeah. So that looks like a blast. I'm in for that. Mm-hmm. Movies are back, especially when John Woo <laughs> is releasing a movie called Silent Night. We're so there. everyone, here's some here's some uh little bits of um. I guess homework is just go go look up like some some descriptions of the movies that John Woo has made. Just go have a nice little just have a fun little laugh seeing what he's made. He's made a lot of bangers. Face yeah, off. You won't be sorry. Might be, may, might be the best. Mission Impossible 2 is a blast. I admittedly I have still never seen it. Yeah, it's really bad, but it's also really fun. I love it. That's what we want, though. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's it for trailers. Uh, any movie news, nothing off the top of my head. Honestly. So apparently is, um, the fantastic four movie is cast. They're just waiting for the strike to end. So we're waiting for the strike to end to hear that, uh, it's not Adam driver anymore. It's probably someone else. It's not Margot Robbie. It's probably Vanessa Kirby. Uh, David Diggs is apparently supposed to be the, uh, uh, the thing. And then maybe, uh, Paul Mescal is the Human Torch. Is kind of the bin. The oh, so we'll see. I really like Vanessa Kirby though as Sue Storm. Yes. I think that's a good casting. I think yep. that's really good. Can't hate on it. If you're not going to get Margot Robbie, I think Vanessa Kirby is not even a con- consolation prize. Great yeah. actor. Great actor. Yeah. Going to be a good time. Yeah. No, that'll be good. Yeah. No, Marvel needs Fantastic Four. Like that is that's what needs to pick up steam. Yeah, and if it doesn't, they got to shut it down. They're gonna have to shut it down because I think yeah, if, you, if, does, if they if it, butcher, 
they've not really had to run into a truly beloved like comic franchise yet um so with x-men and fantastic four if they butcher one of those it's gonna be real tough yeah but hopefully they stick the landing hopefully get like creative directors and writers to really flesh out the characters and and do what they need to do I know people like to talk about how much, oh, Marvel, you hate Marvel, whatever. Root for good movies. Root yes. for the fact that these movies are good. Because we yes. want good movies. We want good movies. Uh, also, of- oh, oh, sorry, real quick. I have the receipts. If you are not excited or you're not happy about a new Marvel movie, but you're not going out to see movies like The Creator, you need to take a seat. You need to take a seat in the... You, you, you got to step off the sidelines, okay? I don't want to hear any sort of... Um, uh, criticism if you're not out there trying to watch cool new movies. That's just yep. my opinion. Yep. Go support nope. movies. I said what I said. You know, Keeks, bring the heat. Um, Okay. Faith thing we watched? Let's do it. Okay. I'll go first. Um, Boy, is this a watch. And this is kind of fun. I feel like I'm part of Fun Movie Club here. Um. Incendies, directed by Denis Villeneuve, probably like top three favorite directors of mine. I love his stuff. Just like his movies are so, so good looking and just yeah, mm, love it. I even added a mm because it's so good looking and just it rocks. <laughs> it's so good. Denise, let's get dude part two. I'm still devastated. Maybe that's why I got <laughs> sick. Finally, It was supposed around. to be coming out soon, right? Yeah. No, one more month. It would be it would have been out like first week in November. Oh, yeah. But anyways, in Cindy's, it is based on a play from my understanding. And um, it tells the tale of two children discovering a secret that their mother left behind. And they have to kind of go on this journey and discover what she left behind. So um, that's basically all I want to say about it, because. Um, this is a movie you can't, you want to go in blindly about it. You don't even watch a trailer. Um, man, it is, it is, it is a tough one to watch it. The ending is just like, whoa, uh, the acting is great. It's a French film. So, um, if you get past the French and, and the, the foreign language and the subtitles, it is worth your time. Uh, yeah. I mean, just, uh, he directs a masterpiece here. I loved it. Um, again, it's also like made me think just afterwards, like it's very somber too. So I'm going to get an A plus slash sweet. Um, actually it might be more sour. I think it might be more sour. Yeah, it's sour. A plus sour. Uh, but yeah, it is, it is something else. So Incendies was my favorite watch. I watched that when I was sick. So, um, didn't make me feel any better, that's for sure. But it definitely <laughs> made me appreciate filmmaking and that we have Denise Villeneuve uh, as a filmmaker. Uh, you have been going ham watching movies lately, as a side note. Yeah, let me just let me just finish off. Then you can get your Halloween. Please do. You should. Um, then I watched uh, rewatched. Um, oh, I watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Never had seen that. Fun watch. I yeah. had a good time with it. It's a good time travel movie. Had I watched this in like high school, it totally would have been like my personality would have been quoting this movie all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, our two two leads, Bill and Ted, are really fun. And I need to watch Face the Music now. But uh, yeah, fun time travel movie. I think I would give that a B sweet. And then the next one that I watched was The Death of Stalin. Um, yeah. 
Wow. Steve Buscemi. Amazing in this. This might be his best role. Um, yeah, it talks about the death of Stalin and and the predecessors that are like coming up and they're kind of wanting power. They're trying to figure out what to do. And it's a little bit of a parody. And it just really it kind of has a little Jojo Rabbit-esque, but not as extreme and over the top like Taika does. Yeah, it's like satire. It's more it's more yeah, it's satire, but it's definitely more subtle. Like these people are it's just very dry, very dry humor. Uh, okay. I get that A minus sweet, but yeah, Buscemi still is a show in my opinion. In this, he's really good. Okay. Uh, and then next up was Forty Year Old Virgin. Rewatched it. Oh, not, nice. Not as good second time watch, but hear me out. I watched it four years ago when I was a single bachelor. <laughs> um. So, yeah, let's just say Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd. Man, some of their dialogue is just so dub, so dub. But Steve Carell is great in it, and Catherine Keener has awesome, chem- awesome chemistry with Steve Carell. Still a funny watch though. I think I'd give that a B slash sour. I still think it's a little sour. It is. No, I would agree with you. I do think that it's a little bit more on the sour end than it's anything. De- I forgot how like raunchy it was. I was like, oh my gosh, this is pretty raunchy. Yeah, a movie called The Forty Year Old Virgin. Uh, yeah, you would think. Not so, a, not not very appropriate. No, definitely not. Uh, but still has some really fun, funny comedic bits. That's for sure. Uh, and then lastly, watched um, Date Night with Steve Carell and Tina Fey. Oh, yeah. Have you seen this? No, never seen it. It's pretty fun. It's uh, I'd give this, a, I think, B minus sweet was what I gave it. Uh, I, very fun moments. Pretty funny. We we're kind of on a Steve Carell. Just wanted to watch dumb movies this weekend. Um, Need it, especially when you're sick. Yes. And... I thought it would deliver more of a comedic punch. That's why it felt a little bland, uh, but some fun cameos, predictable. Uh, but yeah, Tina Fey and Steve Carell were pretty fun in it, but I thought it was going to be a little bit funnier. Um, okay. So yeah, B minus sweet. And that is what I've watched. Okay. So I commented to Becky and said, wow, TC has been going ham watching movies lately. <laughs> You've That's just been happens. pumping them out. That's and then I when... and then she's like, oh, I wonder why I'm like, well, he is sick. And I would imagine that's probably why. Yep. 100 percent. Why? Yeah. But you need those. You need a nice little time to when you're sick. What's the best thing to do? Throw a movie on. Yep. Get some sometimes, laughs up there. Sometimes you can be so sick where you're like, I don't even want to watch a movie. I don't know if you've been in that degree where you're like, I can't even like focus on a movie like you just put on like a comfort watch. Yeah, I, I kind of get what you're saying. It's generally yeah. that is where I'm like, I'm really sick. I just got to throw in like the Goonies. Yes. Yep. But it's at least a movie. It's something that I can kind of have that'll like lull me to sleep, make me feel a little bit better and not, you know, feel super sick. Yes, definitely. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Hit me with Howl yours. wheel. I've been doing the Halloween. wheel. I've been keeping up every day. There's been a new video. If any of y'all follow us on Instagram, Sweet Film Talk, go ahead and give us a follow. I have been just absolutely uh, watching a new movie a day, and I've been logging my thoughts about it on our Instagram page um, in the form of reels. I'm just doing them really quick. I'm not really putting in any sort of like crazy, crazy effort, but um, I've been having a good time. I started last Sunday with The Meg 2, and then we watched Freaky, and then we watched 
Ma, and then we watched Maniac Cop, and then we watched Hell House 3, which was awful, and then we watched uh, Lake Placid, and then we watched The Curse of Crom, which was filmed locally here in Utah. Again, very, very interesting, very cool to see, like, American Fork High School as the backdrop in some scenes. It's like, oh, shoot, I've I've driven my car past there. Dear old 805. Yes, we will. Yes, I wrote the fight song or what I can remember of the fight song in my Letterboxd review. Follow us, Sweet Film Talk on Letterboxd as well. Um, And I will tell you what, if I have to rank them, here is my ranking of the movies on the on from the Halloween is in dead last. No pun intended is Hell House three. Just truly an abominable film. Uh, Next up is the Meg two. Just not a lot of Meg in it. Didn't didn't love it. Bummer. Next up is Lake Placid, another big animal movie. And um, as I'm watching it, I'm like, Bill Pullman is in this? And Brendan Gleeson is in this? What else have I seen them in? And then I realized, oh, I watched this for the Halloween last year, too. So oh, uh, I had forgotten I had seen it, which that should give you a hint as to How what I thought about it. Yeah, uh, Ma, interesting, but you knew what was going to happen the whole time. Not a lot of twists and turns. Um, the Curse of Crom, as I said. So the next one, fun little movie that was filmed here. It's not like perfect by any means, but I think it's a good gateway Halloween kind of fun horror movie. Um, Maniac Cop was super campy, uh, kind of a cult classic from the 80s. Uh, deplorable lead that um, basically finds out his wife has been killed by the Maniac Cop while he is um, uh, having an affair with another woman on the police force. Uh and then they end up being the heroes at the end of the movie. So very interesting choice. And then my favorite of the Halloween has been Freaky. Freaky is Freaky Friday, but um, a girl swaps bodies with uh, Vince Vaughn, who's a serial killer. And they're trying to like get each other back into their own bodies. So I had a really fun time watching that one. And I think anyone who would like go and watch uh, Freaky would have a really good time watching it. Nice. And nice. That's the that's the Halloween right now. The next film that I'll be watching for number eight, which is tonight, is a chopping mall, which is about killer robots that try to kill these people that are trapped in a shopping mall. And it was made in the 80s. I tried to make this wheel a little bit more fun and engaging for me to have to watch all of them. And so far, I have not been disappointed. I've been having a lot of fun with the movies that have been on the list. I do appreciate that you're watching these like really dumb and kind of silly horror movies. Yeah, I think that's the point of it. Yeah, I think it broadens like the horizon even more. Like, I think it's really fun. And I love the wheel that you're doing. So keep it up because I know there's a ton of horror movies out there that are like really intense, like demonic, all that stuff that are really good. And then there's kind of campy, dumb, silly horror movies. Absolutely. Fun gateway that I would be down to watch. I really do think like I I, I reached I told you I, I think maybe we want to reach out to the people that made Curse of Crom and see if they'll come on and just like mo- a lot of the people in it because it was filmed in Utah. I, I have worked with or know a lot of the people in it like one of them is in till death. So it's oh, kind of cool. cool to be like, oh, oh, my gosh, you know, just to yeah. see the familiar faces. Um, Yeah, no, I want to wa- I'm going to watch Curse of Crom and that is streaming on Peacock and where else it is. freebie. I believe it was Freebie is where it's also streaming. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Curse of Crom. I'm going to watch it this month. Okay. You should. Just, Curious just to see to what see, you think. Just to see the backdrop, baby. 
I oh my gosh, I, there is actually one scene. There's one scene there that I'm watching, and I'm like, I think they are filming in front of Chubbs's house. I'm that not is- kidding. Our buddy Trevor Hemsley, I'm 90. It it really looks like they're filming outside of his house, like his his parents' house or his home now. No, his home now. Oh my heavens! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely gonna have to watch it. So see, yeah, go see just to see the cameo of that. Amazing. <laughs> He's not in it, but it's like it it. I was almost positive it was his house. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so that's what we've watched. We watched some things. We'll be watching a lot of stuff as the month goes on. Been having a blast with the Halloween, and we've got some bangers coming out soon. We'll probably talk about um, Exorcist Believer next week. I would imagine that'll be the review that's next up on the docket. But today, TC is going to give us a nice, short, and sweet review of Dumb Money, because I haven't seen it, so I am curious about uh, how is Dumb Money, TC? Give us a nice little description of the film. <sighs> Dumb Money, I'll give you, yeah, the short and sweet kind of review. Uh, go see this, everybody. I think it was genuinely entertaining. I had a blast with it. It takes place when the 2021 GameStop stock went up um, and how the Robinhood uh, app was, like, crashing. Do you remember that? Yeah. At all? And they, like, uh, stopped sales of some of the stocks because like it was yeah. they were performing too well or something so some pretty uh fishy things that were happening but paul dano plays keith gill keith gill is roaring kitty on reddit and has like a youtube and would talk a lot about um stock and he worked for what was it mass mutual yeah somewhere like that so he's like a financial data analyst uh, and then like you know his side gig was just doing a lot of content creation so uh, he got some followers and people were driving up the stock as well with GameStop. So uh, I would say there was a couple of storylines where I'm like, if you just get rid of that storyline. Whoops, we had a metal tin fall over in here. We're good. Oh, I didn't even hear it. Yeah, uh, uh, we'll see if that picks up. But anyways, um, so yeah, it was really good. I had a blast with it. But yeah, take away a couple of storylines. Gets even better. Probably could have been even shortened up. It's an hour and 45 minutes long. Could have been shortened up to like an hour and a half. Could have been a tight buck and a half watch. Pete Davidson plays Paul Dano's brother. He's hilarious in it. I thought he was a great comedic um, relief in that movie. And directed by Craig Galipsy. I don't know if I already mentioned that, but he did uh, Cruella. Yep. Okay. And yeah, Cruella was a fun little watch. So I think he hits the nail here. What this movie could have done, it would have been kind of nice if it was like directed like the big short. But, you know, you got to have your own styles. I think, you know, and I think that's probably the first movie that they thought of. And I would imagine we're like, oh, we should do it like that. Then they thought it's just going to be like derivative of the big short. We got to try something else. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I thought it was. uh, Yeah, I would give uh, Dumb Money an A minus suite. I could definitely see it making in like my top 10, top 15 for the year. But Paul Dano's great in it. I love the Paul Dano theory, but this is like right up his alley. For so. everyone who just heard the Paul Dano theory, uh, the Paul Dano theory is my way to gauge of how into film someone is. So if you were to just go up to someone on the street and say, do you know who Paul Dano is? And if their answer is like, he's the Riddler, right? That's like a, they've seen some movies. They're kind of into it. If they say, who the heck is that? They probably don't watch a lot of movies. Or if they're like, oh, I love him in Swiss Army Man. Or, 
oh my prisoners. gosh, he's great in Little Miss Sunshine. Then it's like, yeah. okay, they watch movies. He's my yeah. ultimate gauge of where someone movies wa- where someone's movie watching level is at. I think that is a credible theory because it's so true. If you know Paul Dano, and not just the Riddler, but like other movies he's been in, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, because like it really is like he's he's well known enough or you could even probably do that with directors, too. Like I would imagine Michael Mann is a similar one where you just ask someone like, do you know who Michael Mann is? And they'd be like, mm, I don't think so. Or if they were like heat, like yes. And if they're like, oh, thief and manhunter and, you know, all these different movies, then kind of gauges their their uh, level. So. Go try it out. Go go test our Paul Dano theory to see yeah. how into to. But uh, yeah, I, I yeah, dumb money, a minus sweet, based on the true story. Could have been fleshed out even more. Just take out a couple storylines, like I mentioned. But uh, go see it in theaters, or it's a great uh, streaming watch to end the year. If you were like, I missed a twenty twenty three movie, which I watched, dumb money for sure. So okay. I don't know anything about stocks or anything about like. All that stuff. That is language that I do not understand. So one day I will get more into that. And that day, maybe it's not today, but today is our A draft. We've got A movies. We're drafting five movies. And uh, we got to remember what our movies, what movies we're able to get for our lists. um, So that we can kind of put them out and see who won. Yes. Okay. I have some great picks. I'm going with what I like, but also what I think are like fun and interesting. So it's going to have a little bit of blend of everything. Um, Before we start to clarify, these are movies that have the letter a in their title, the very beginning. It's not like a beautiful mind or a nightmare on Elm stream on Elm street. Those don't count. Or an American, you know, like a or and to start the title does not count. Yes. Yep. Yep. So those will count. Like if we want to do when we get to like ends and one of us choose a nightmare on Elm Street, then that will count. Me? Yeah. Okay. I'm, yeah. I, we, I, I would be willing to do that. Yeah. I'm I'm willing to take out the the and A's because, you know, I think like, so, too. I think that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So anyways, uh, that's our uh, that's how it's going to look. Do you have a coin with you? I don't. Okay. Let's do a coin flip. Coin flip for for the first draft. Yep, you call it. Okay, uh, heads. It's heads. Would you like to pick first or second? I would love to pick first. Okay, what are you picking? I'm going to go Avengers Infinity War. That is so funny, man. I have that way down on my list, and I'm like, I wonder if he's going to take it. Because yeah. I just wasn't sure what you were going to take. Okay, I'm going Alien. That's, that's a very easy I knew it. I knew you were going to take Alien. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was very confident in that. Okay, for my second pick, I'm actually pretty hyped you didn't take this. I thought you were maybe going to take this. Argo. Oh, heck yeah. Oh my gosh. The way, that you, you, the way that you set that up made it seem like you were going to take my number two pick, which is uh, Akira. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I love that movie. I think that's an anime classic. So right now I've got Alien and Akira. Heck yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm going to I'm going to run away with this. No. No. Okay. Yeah, well, absolutely I am. Okay, go. You're next. Well, we'll leave it up for the sweets because uh not my next one number 3. Let's go Air. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. Just, just leaving the slam dunks for me to take. All right. Uh, for my number three pick, I'm taking Anchorman. Ooh, I had that as my, I had that as a choice. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. What's your, what's your fourth pick? Number four about time. Yeah. I knew you'd take that one as well. Um, uh, not, not, a. Not wasn't super worried about that one. Now I've got a lot that I want to take. I can zig and zag in all sorts of different areas that I'd want to take it. Um, I do like your Anchorman pick. I should have picked Anchorman. You know what I'm gonna take? I take my guns. I'm gonna take this one because I love these movies. Is a Austin Powers International Man of Mystery. Okay, that's a good one. Yep, that's a good one. Okay, all right, last picks. I don't think you'll take mine. I don't know. There's so many good ones I could take, but I do think I want to take this one as my next one. But you're okay. you're next. So what's what's your fifth pick? This is hard. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with it though. We're gonna go with Arrival at number five. Oh gosh. Is that what you wanted? No, I didn't even think about that one. That's a really good one though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Well, uh, have you not seen Aliens? No, I've seen Alien. I haven't not seen Aliens yet. No. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, you probably would have taken that one. Well, I mean, I've got my pick of the litter. Um, I've got four that I'm really torn on wanting to pick here. Uh, but I think for the sake of the pod and I think for the sake of myself kind of being a new watch is I'm going to take Charlie Kaufman and Spike Jones's, or actually I think it's just Charlie, Charlie Kaufman adaptation. Ooh. Okay. Cage. I, I saw that on the A's and I was like, I think he's going to pick that. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Oh okay. man. Okay. That was very quick, but this is a great list. This is a banger list. Okay. Yeah, we got to post this up on the on the on the on the Instagram and see what the sweets say. Okay, I'll go through mine. So my okay. one through five. Number one, I have Avengers: Affinity War. Number two, I have Argo. Number three, I have Air. Number four, I have About Time. Number five, I have Arrival. Here's what I like about mine. Okay, Avengers. We have a lot of diversity here. Avengers: Infinity War, the best MCU movie. An absolute okay. blockbuster. Number two, we have Argo, an Academy Award-winning movie, best picture, a great thriller based on a true story. Number okay. three, we have Air, an excellent sports movie. Excellent. Talks about the greatest basketball player ever and the shoe line. Amazing. Number four, About Time, a cute, whimsical rom-com that is a nice, uh, kind of a heartwarming story. That's very funny, too. Number five, a cool sci-fi movie with arrival. Like the way that when you, when you describe yours, it's like you have a lot of emotion and feeling behind it. Very compelling. Alien, one of the greatest sci-fi movies ever made. One of the greatest horror movies ever made. Akira, again, one of the greatest animated movies ever made. Like already, I've got two all-time like. If you like these genres, if you're into movies at all, you know these movies. These are the big ones. Anchorman, Will Ferrell's best and funniest performance. One of the most iconic com comedic characters ever created. And with the 
I know I have two comedies in here, which maybe is a uh, putting who I am. Austin Powers, that first Austin Powers movie was it's good. Crazy for the 90s. Like that was it was massive. And then adaptation just being kind of a quirky, like underseen film, but an incredible script that truly is like one of the most uh intricate and interesting scripts ever made. Um, by by the great Charlie Kaufman and Nick Cage is in it and he plays twins. You get two Nick Cages playing different characters. What more can you ask for? I will say, I think I should have picked Anchorman at three instead of air mm-hmm. because I don't think you would have picked about time arrival. Obviously, nope, I wouldn't have. So I would have had Anchorman air and then about time. It's really interesting. The only movie that I had that you picked was Avengers Infinity War. Oh, really? Were you going to draft that at like number five or what? Yeah, like like lower. It was like six or seven on there. Gotcha. What are some movies that you you had remaining that you're thinking of drafting? Um, Really, I had Alien. I was going to draft that. Um, And then I had Atlantis. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I have that on mine, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was basically it for the, the A's. I had like a list of, I think it was nine. Oh, then I had Anchorman. Oh, Aladdin. That was another one. I was thinking of that one too. I didn't put on my list, but I had Amelie as another one. I had all the president's men as one. And, um, Oh, what was it? There was one other one that I had on my list that you hadn't picked either, but I forgot about it. So, Hey, well, I'm going to, I'm going to text you this. I've got, I've gotten written down on mine. Oh, you do. Okay. Perfect. Yep. No, I like my five. I very interesting. I'm curious to see what what the sweets would have taken as their first pick. Looking, yes, yes. Looking at your at your five is more of like a movie buff type of five with with Alien and Akira. Like you, really? I feel like well, like Akira's Akira's pretty like sour. That's an acquired taste. Like if you love anime, if you love anime, like you've seen Akira. Um, But if you're like kind of you know entry level anime. You probably haven't seen Akira. Here's the thing about mine, though, is I think with my list, every single person has heard of all of these movies. Yeah. I don't think that if I were to go up to someone and be like, oh, have you seen About Time? They'd be like, I don't know. But if you went up to someone and you were like, hey, do you like Anchorman? They'd be like, oh, yeah, the the you know, they'd know who it is. Adaptation and Akira are the two that might be a little less, but like. I don't know. Even I can at least give three, maybe four with Akira of being like automatic recognizable films. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Awesome powers and anchorman iconic comedy movies. Yeah. Good picks. I'll give you props. Okay. Uh, B, I don't know when we'll do B, but I, B will basically be, uh, who's going to take blade runner 2049 and win the draft. Oh gosh. Yeah, unless there's other B movies I can think of, who's gonna take the animated classic Beowulf that Richard Link or that uh that uh what's his name Robert Zemeckis directed? Is that a I bad movie? I saw that one. I've never saw it. It's, it's like a bad? CG animated one. Really weird. Uh, no, no, I never saw it. Um, Q, okay. X, and Z are gonna be real tough ones. Yeah, we might have to just clump those together with something else. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll get there. But B, but B, we'll do in a, a a couple weeks. Sure, why not? Yeah, do it like I'm once gone. a month. We'll do it. I'm gone next week, so everybody... we're doing a Exorcist Believer next week. So get that on your lists. 
still doing the Halloween, which I'll recap next week's version of it. And until then, everyone, please stay so sweet. Sweet.